The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I am Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, a life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. And quick plug, this is a really good time for jumping into the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. Uh, It's a group for healthcare professionals who are experiencing burnout. And I think now more than ever, uh, healthcare professionals are working very, very hard. Yes, definitely. Um, So jump into that free group. We offer a lot of support and ideas. And the link is in the show notes, or you can just do a search on Facebook for the info. Um, And then, of course, if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or just find us on social media. I'm always active on Facebook. Kisa shows up at times. I do. I'm getting better. (laughs) She loves to hear the messages. I do. Um, And guys, uh, come join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join. Um, just head on over to my website, kisaamaro.com and sign up. Yeah, super important. Um, okay. On to our topic of the day. We are doing a very special episode today. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about handling chaos. Yes. So today we're discussing how to handle ourselves in a way that brings more peace and calm in a time of total uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's really interesting, Keith. I was thinking back about how much has changed since our since recording our last podcast. Mm-hmm. We were talking about <laughs> redefining health and wellness, which you know is an important uh, topic. Yeah. And we recorded that podcast on March first. At that point, right, COVID nineteen wasn't even on my radar as something to think about or to be concerned about. No, now, not at all. Not at all, right? Like I wouldn't even have thought <laughs> right. to bring it up. Yeah. And today is March 29th. We're recording on March 29th. So it's been 28 days, yeah. right? four weeks, and so many things have shifted. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of weeks, we went from like, I remember getting suggestions and recommendations that we were supposed to like wash our hands often, wipe surfaces down with Clorox wipes, cough into our elbows, keep six mm-hmm. feet of distance. Mm-hmm. Um, to now where Colorado and it sounds like Hawaii also many other states are ordering anyone who's not like quote unquote essential to stay home. Yeah. Um, and even those jobs that are considered essential, right? Like I'm a therapist and we're considered essential because mental health is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone totally to teletherapy. So everything happening over video conference, I'm working yeah. from home, like everybody's home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard stop. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, it was our spring break, let me see, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like Hawaii kind of always lags behind the mainland a little bit. And it like the new, I want to say the news and just, we didn't really have any cases for a while. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really kind of like on our radar as much. And we went to Maui for spring break. And like, I remember leaving, leaving Oahu, flying to Maui, and it was kind of like just hearing about it. Okay, wash your hands, you know, you're flying. So make sure you like wipe down surfaces, like don't touch stuff. And there was hand sanitizer all over the airport. And I used mm-hmm. like each one. Um, even if I hadn't touched anything, I would yeah, just take everything, it. wipe it on yourself. <laughs> I was wiping everything down. Mm-hmm. And then it was just so interesting how fast things progressed because we were on Maui like day one, two was totally fine, normal, things were open. And then come like Wednesday, things started closing Thursday and then Friday, like everything was shut down. Yeah. And then we like left the next day. Yeah. Just so it's just a couple of days. It was just crazy to see how everything 
just shut down how fast it progressed. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, everybody listening, you know, had similar experiences where like for myself, we got one recommendation in the morning and then in the afternoon, an email went out. It's like, Oh, actually we're doing this. Oh, actually we're doing this. Oh, actually this is happening. Mm -hmm. And it was like changes, changes, changes just constantly for like Mm -hmm. a week. Like, what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, that happened with my job. Like, even though we were on spring break, we were still getting text messages from our director and it was just like every day it was changing as far as, were we coming back? Okay. No, we're not coming back. We're going to come back on this date. Okay. No, ne- never mind. It's extended to this day. And so mm-hmm. now it's just kind of like, well, I just, I just don't know when I'm going back to work. So right. Yeah. <laughs> That's and kind so- of how I am. I'm just like, eh. yeah, it, no, it's so when it'll be. And I think most schools, it was like, all right, spring break is coming. That was pretty similar across, you know, most of the United States. Mm -hmm. We're just talking about United States. I don't actually know what it, what this has been like in, you know, other countries. I know different experiences, but, you know, spring break being a pretty similar time frame for a lot of states and Mm -hmm. kids were like, oh, maybe take your stuff home because we don't know if we're coming back to now. Definitely April, I think 17th here. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Full semester. Done. Yeah. colleges (laughs) shut down everything online yes so crazy yeah our colleges are all online now yeah in Hawaii so yeah and so just like I think just recognizing that this is a shared experience for all of us right that just Mm -hmm. like kind of a constant change shifting of orders and recommendations and what's going on and just a lot of uncertainty yeah definitely yeah so Mary um when I kind of first started hearing more serious talk about COVID-19 and the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, like, I know what a pandemic is, but I don't really know. Cause like, have we ever really experienced one before? I mean, I've played the game. So I feel like I have a lot of, (laughs) right. Like that's where, that's where my information about pandemics and like the movie outbreak. Right. The movie outbreak is definitely, Mm -hmm. um, um, so I, I Googled like, what is a pandemic? Cause I didn't really know the true actual meaning. Right. And according to Google, a pandemic is a disease epidemic that has spread across a large region, for instance, multiple continents or worldwide. So I think that's what we are in right now. We're in mm-hmm. the worldwide. Right. And, and it so also says, just, okay. yeah. Oh, God. Um, so the worldwide part, I think makes sense where it's like, yes. okay, it was in one space, but now it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, And then it just also goes on to say a widespread endemic disease with a stable number of infected people is not a pandemic. So I think it's kind of like the fact that there's like, it's growing, the numbers are growing. It's not stable. Right. It continues to rise. It continues to rise. So, okay. Well, we were, that's what we got going on. Yeah. So, so that's a pandemic. Yeah. It's (laughs) like, Oh, 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 pandemic. Okay. Um, yeah, so we were kind of like chat about what to talk about exactly. And we have a, you know, a lot of ideas. Um, I'm going to talk about, you know, some of the experiences that, that my clients have gone through. Um, we're going to give you some, just some ideas on how to handle this and give you our usual five tips. And then for sure, I would love for folks to, you know, respond and send us messages mm-hmm. about, did we miss something? Um, you know, is there something that you'd like us to talk further about? Um, anything like that, because we cannot for sure cover everything on here. Right. Yeah. And we can always make another podcast. That's not a problem. Another episode. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's talk about some of the things that my clients have experienced because I've noticed, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of two camps of people. Um, So my clients in general just have experienced a a variety of feelings about what's going on in the world right now. Um, I think a lot of us just are, are, it's running the gamut, right? Anger, Mm -hmm. grief, sadness, just a worry about loved ones, outright fear being out in public and like hearing somebody yeah. cough or touching things. Um, just a, a I, I notice a just this low level of cautiousness and anxiety. And whenever anybody, I, I when I was out in the stores not too long ago, it was like anytime anybody like cleared their throat or coughed or sneezed, <laughs> right? It was just like, ah, right? Right. <laughs> like, okay, turn around, walk the other way. And I had like an itch in my throat and I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't clear your throat. Right. Like make it, make it go away. (laughs) Uh 
right? So it's like, you don't want to be that person. Right. It's, it's a very interesting, um, emotional experience right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've kind of found that clients I've been working with have been falling into two kinds of categories. So the first is, um, well, so the two categories are those who need to slow down and pay attention to what they're actually feeling, right? Experiencing their emotions. And then there's a second camp that's really spending all of their time indulging in their emotions. And I'll talk about that more because I don't want to feel like, I don't want people to feel like I'm, I'm judging them for being in their emotions. No. Um, but kind of like this unwillingness to move on past mm-hmm. the fear, past the anger. Yeah. Right. And there's no right, right way to move through this ever. Right. My work, it's, it's always constantly focused on what's useful so it's never what's right or wrong or good or bad, only what's useful, always a hundred percent. And it's not and that my, can, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and that can be different for each person, each client, correct? Absolutely. Right. Like what's it's useful. not my job to know what's useful for Kisa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, everyone has their own idea of what's useful for them and their family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I believe we are all experts in our own lives on what we need. You know, um, my clients have their own idea and are their own experts about what they hope to achieve. So, you know, they might want to feel better. They might want to do more. They might have the ability to make decisions, right? But kind of just like, what is their hope to achieve Mm -hmm. in this time? Um, And then once we know that, we can look at what's blocking them from doing so. And that's where these two camps come in, right? Like if people feel like they're, they're just feeling fine, not much needs to change. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's kind of a time when a lot of people are not feeling fine. Right. Um, so, so first I would ask the listeners to like ask themselves, what would you like right now? Right? Like, what are you having difficulty with? Are you stuck in fear? Are you stuck in anger? Are you stuck in indecision? Um, are you sitting on the couch buffering from the discomfort? Mm-hmm. Are there things you'd like to be doing? And really asking yourself, what would you like to be thinking, feeling, or doing that is different from what's happening right now? I like that. And I think this is important because we know what we don't want. <laughs> we know very yes. clearly what we don't want. Yes. Right? Like, we, I don't want the coronavirus to control my life. I don't want people getting sick. I don't want my family to get sick. I don't like, there, there's a long laundry list of what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And so without changing the circumstance of needing to work from home, coronavirus being a thing, what do I want in this experience? Yeah. Um, so, so many of the folks that I've talked to are in the healthcare field. They have been ever busier reading clinics and hospitals for an increase as patients as Colorado begins to have more confirmed cases. And this isn't just healthcare professionals, but also, um, you know, talking to like a restaurant owner who knew that they were going to have to go to pickup. And so figuring out how to completely change their business model. Right. Um, you know, just everybody needing to make super quick changes mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. Yeah. A lot of places had to do a lot of work in a couple of weeks, like just so much work to be able to shut down in an effective way for their business so that they can start up again when you know, when it's back up and running. Yes. And so a lot of people have just not had the time or the bandwidth to really allow themselves to acknowledge the anger, fear, sadness, whatever it is that they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so again, not that this is wrong, but just relying on humor, sarcasm, like being strong, moving through it to get Mm -hmm. them through very difficult circumstances. Yeah. And because they have to, right? It's just, it's been a situation where we're just, we just are doing a lot recently, right? Mm-hmm. And they've had to move from one situation or case to the next without a, lot of, without a lot of breathing room. They've had difficulty finding the time to be present with what they are experiencing. And so just not even having the time to know, am I sad? Am I angry? Right. And you're just like focused on like the next task or the next patient or Mm -hmm. the next solution that, yeah, you haven't even kind of had time to really sit and think about like, how am I feeling about this whole thing? (laughs) Right. 
And this is, you know, this is, I think any of the healthcare professionals listening are like, well, you know, that's my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of people who are also experiencing this now, right. Where it's just like not having the time and I'm uh, air quotes, right. Like not having the time to be able to pay attention to ourselves. And I think what, you know, part of what we'll be talking about is making sure that we're doing so. Um, and so, you know, listeners asking, is that you, are you among our listeners who have been so busy that you have not had the time to decompress? Have you allowed yourself to experience your emotions or have you been pushing them away with social media, alcohol, food, drugs, anything, anything except, mm-hmm. right. And, um, that includes busyness. Yes. Right? Procrastination, mm-hmm. busyness. <laughs> I know all about that. Yeah. Sometimes it's social media. Sometimes it's just, I'm working so hard that I, I just don't have time to sit down and think. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, are you in that camp of folks? And then we have another group that, and again, you know, this is not to judge, but the, you know, this other group just seems to be really overwhelmed with their emotions. A lot of folks now have so much time on their hands, so much time Mm -hmm. because where one half of the population is now forced to take on so many people's jobs because they're quote unquote essential. So many people have been put into a different group and they're just home. (laughs) Yeah. And just so much time. (laughs) They're not used to having time. Yeah. And even too, just like, I was just thinking about this, like Mm -hmm. we've gotten a lot of stuff done around the house since we've been quarantined, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, and then I realized I'm like, the reason we're getting stuff done is because we have nothing else to do. Like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we can't go hang out with our friends. We can't uh-huh. like go just like lounge on the beach or go hiking, like things that we would usually do if we had time off, you know, it's like we have nothing else to do. So of course we're doing stuff around the house. <laughs> of course. Right. And it's, and I think, it, you know, it's not that it's wrong, right? It's no, no. But I think for so many of us, there was just such a big switch. And so it's like, yeah, from this speed, this quote unquote normal to like total 180. Mm -hmm. Now it's super different. And so now it's like a lot of time on our hands. Um, And, you know, some people are really overwatching, overindulging in the news, Mm -hmm. right? Like where are the most cases? What's going on in China? Like what's, what's the next thing that's happening, which is not a bad thing right? To, to be informed, but we can kind of live in that negative space. Oh, for sure. And you can get, I feel like you can get sucked in so easily. Mm-hmm. So like, easily. Oh my goodness. Like just watching the news mm-hmm. one time and it's just there. Like <laughs> I love the, the, like the tone of voice of newscasters. Like it's so serious and like, right. Uh, dramatic. Right. And again, like nothing wrong with that, I guess. Like no. they're, they're doing, they're the just news, trying but... to, yeah, they're just trying to get ratings and sell. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what news is like. They want people to watch it. So right. how they get people to watch it. And such a good point though. Right. Cause if you're yeah. watching news again and again and again, and it's always so serious, so serious mm-hmm. that like that starts to catch on. Yeah. And you know, I've noticed on my phone when I get a news alert, mm-hmm. I'll read through the news article and then there's another one right after Oh yeah, of course. And it's so like just close enough. Like they're really good at, at, at getting you to read the next article as well. Mm-hmm. So like checking Facebook, overwatching the news. Um, a lot of folks are just like constantly talking about what they're doing with family members mm-hmm. and, you know, just talking worst case scenarios over and over and over again. And listen, I get it, right? Like I, I went through... I did the social media thing. I was just like, what's going on here? What's going on here? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I think we all did a little bit of like, like information seeking in the beginning. Cause it was so like, oh, I guess I should know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Else. Oh, definitely. Um, right. And anger, panic, and worry seem to make a lot of sense at this time. Like I wouldn't judge anyone for feeling panicky, but what I do know and Kisa, if you're like me, uh, when I am panicky, I don't make good choices. Oh, no, I don't. Right? 
Like when I'm panicky, I buy all the toilet paper. Right. Right. Like buy all the food before anybody else can get there. Right. Panicking. Panicking doesn't lead to the best decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, Super angry. I also don't make very good choices. No, no, not (laughs) at all. Not at all. When you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Super angry. I don't make good choices. I, you know, I make really good choices when I've, when I've done my work and I've worked through the stories in my head and I have a clear, calm mind. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're hoping to help you guys do. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, you know, not that it's wrong to experience those emotions. Like it was really important for me in the beginning to experience the emotion of anger because I was just really, really mad that people were not doing what I wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was doing social distancing and like wiping everything down. And then it was in the very first week that somebody came into the waiting room and they're just coughing, coughing, coughing. And I was like, what? So mad. So angry. Why are you here? (laughs) Right. So like, it was so easy to go into these emotional states. And if Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention and doing my work, um, I don't think I would have made very good choices. (laughs) And I had somebody in a panic in the waiting room complain about somebody else and I could hear it in her voice how terrified she was like I don't know that I should be around them and I was like it's okay like go to your car go to your car we'll call you (laughs) oh yeah right like just just these extreme emotional states um but Kisa and I are going to go over a list of ideas that we've come up with and others have offered us about how to take care of ourselves in this in this chaotic time yeah let's do it let's do it So number one, right? Please balance out the news with positive. Yes, please. I have to do this myself. Like when I first, like when I started watching the news, because it just like drew me in and I'm like, the world is ending, you know, like I need Mm -hmm. to buy all the things. When are we going to get to the grocery store next? I don't know. And then I listened to, of course, the Life Coach School Mm -hmm. podcast and I'm like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Right. So like feeding your brain some, some more positive thinking, yeah. or clear thinking and mm-hmm. uh, a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and then you can, I can take like the facts of the news and then I can take like, like go clear that out almost like, okay, well, what do I need to take in and what do I just need to dismiss? I love that. What's going to be, you know, helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take some time to think about the news instead of just go to the next story or go to the next mm-hmm. show or yeah. And on the same, you know, on the same note, kind of limiting the news as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that for, there was like, I think like a week and a half where getting updates was important mm-hmm. because things were changing midday. So yeah. like ha- getting the news twice a day, three times a day was actually, it was like, I had to keep checking. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's very unlikely that orders are going to change super quickly, right? Like getting the news in like very little chunks, like once, maybe twice a day is enough for me. Yes, definitely. Um, and I think, it, you know, for anybody listening, thinking about how many times do I need to check the news? Yeah. And, and maybe planning ahead for that. Yeah. Have specific times. Mm-hmm. throughout the day like maybe it I don't know when the news comes on for you but mm-hmm. like the morning news for an hour and then whatever evening news mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah that's a really good idea and I don't even um I don't watch the news I get what is it called I get CNN does like a five important things email. Oh, okay and so I don't even I just subscribe to that. I get like the five top stories for the day. They do a little summary. You can click on a link if you want more information. And that's it. That's my, that's my news for the day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been listening to NPR mm. in the mornings. So. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like getting a, a good, solid, less dramatic view of the news. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this one, right? So many people are working from home or not working. So going for walks when appropriate. So you can like get outside of your house and see people from a distance. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
I know I saw, oh my gosh, we went for a walk uh, yesterday on the beach. Like the beaches are technically closed. Like you can't lay down and hang out or sit down, but you can walk on the beach Okay. and you can get in the water. Um, but um, I saw a friend, like a, a lady and her husband who I had paddled with and I hadn't seen her since we moved back to Hawaii. And we saw each other and we're like, hey, like from a distance. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so a- weird to like not be able to like go give her a hug or like really talk to her. Yeah. just had to like, just had to keep walking essentially. No hugs, no handshakes. <laughs> no hugs, but- no nothing. But I think it is important. You know, I, I do notice a difference when I, when I walk out even into my backyard and I like see mm-hmm. a neighbor a couple of yards down, like yes. just seeing other human beings. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important is just still Mm -hmm. having that human connection, whether it be across the street, you know, versus Mm -hmm. like right next to each other. But yeah, like seeing people across the street and waving and like knowing there's other people out there. And I I think also seeing that those people aren't panicky is nice for me. Yeah, that is true. They're just out standing in their yard or walking their dog. Yeah. Just smiling, waving from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at the, on the same kind of like making connection type of things, trying to figure out technology so that you can connect with friends, family, and loved ones. And I know this is mm-hmm. kind of tough because not everybody's used to like Keith and I use Zoom all the time and Zoom yeah. is really useful for connecting with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And it's awkward, right? Like all of my folks who went to teletherapy this last week, I tell them all, I'm like, listen, it's so awkward for like two minutes. Yeah. And after that, it's really fine, right? After that, it mm-hmm. kind of feels like you're in the room together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but be courageous and, and give some technology a try. Yes, definitely. Um, and I think over time, honestly, technology is going to offer us some, some more ideas because this is going to last a little bit, you know, more and more ideas on like how to play games online and how to talk to each other online and how to make this whole thing easier using technology. Yeah. I know my friend, uh, my friends, they live in Oregon and their daughters were doing ballet class online. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So like the dance instructor still had a ballet class. I don't know what, what program she used, but like they did it basically in their living room. So that was cool. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Our yoga studio is doing that four times a day. Somebody comes on and teaches a live class. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's really lovely. It's weird that it makes a difference when it's happening, right? Cause I can go back and watch a recording anytime. Mm -hmm. But when I know that like my teachers showed up and there's, you know, 10 other people who are signing on at the same time and we're all doing the same thing, there's something different about it. And so I recommend finding something like that. There is definitely. Um, What about journal writing? Journal writing. Oh man. So important right now. Mm -hmm. I think getting the thoughts out of your head, I keep surprising myself Mm because I've been, because I know how important it is. So I've been journaling every morning. I like, I'll start writing and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine about all of this. And I start writing it down and I'm like, Ooh, that's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's important. It's just important to know, you know, yeah. what's, what's going on up there. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, I know men, uh, Mary and I have mentioned this before, but it's so important. so different from just like thinking it to like actually writing it down. Yeah. When you write down like your thoughts, it's just, it's almost like you can see it from a different perspective. You're like, oh, wow. I was thinking that. Okay. Right. It's <laughs> so often it's surprising. It's like, oh, okay. That was in there. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause I was feeling angry and I didn't know why. Right. These are, these are the right. reasons why it's good to know. Yeah. Um, oh, we were talking right before recording. We were talking about something really important is looking at and we'll say like the actual facts of your life. Mm-hmm. So noticing the circumstances, right? It could, we, could, we said actual facts of your life because you could say that the facts are the coronavirus is killing people, <laughs> right? right? Or the grocery stores are overrun with people or there's not enough toilet paper, right? Like those seem like facts. Mm-hmm. But 
what we'd like to encourage you all to do is those kinds of quote unquote facts just really bring about a lot of fear, mm -hmm. right? But looking around, like if I look around right now, the facts of my life are I am sitting in my office. I have a dog snoozing at my feet. Mm -hmm. There's food in my refrigerator. Yeah. Like we're recording a podcast. We're talking to each other. got my friend, got my <laughs> friend on the screen with me, you know, just yeah. talking. That's yeah. It. I just think it's, I think it's so important to just look at like what is going on right now in your like mm. kind of like immediate surroundings. Cause I like whenever I struggle with anxiety, that's what really helps me is cause I'm always worried about like what's going to happen. Like mm -hmm. worse, like the worst case scenarios pop into my head and it always ends with somebody dying. Mm -hmm. And like when I see that, like when I, when I like notice myself going to that place, I was just like, okay, what's going on right now? And like, what, what's happening right now in my life? Right. Like, is that actually happening? No. So just like bringing myself to the present, mm -hmm. I think is really helpful. And kind of like thinking about it from a sensory perspective, right? Like, what can I see? Mm -hmm. What can I yeah. hear? What can I touch? What can mm -hmm. I smell? What can I taste? If you like like if you're eating, it's like, man, I got a bag of chips, right? And like tasting your chips, yeah. but using your senses to bring you back to like this moment mm -hmm. um, can really help reduce anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and then Kisa was talking about worst case scenarios. <laughs> and I think this, <laughs> this situation has kind of given us all license to just imagine the worst. Yeah. Right. A lot of us have just been living in what if my elderly parent dies, right? Mm -hmm. What if they get sick? What if they go to the grocery store? What if, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. um, and some of the best advice I heard, and I think he said, we're both listening to the same, yeah. um, to the same advice was to give all of the what ifs, right? Give equal airtime to all of the possibilities. Yeah. Right. So if we're talking about a lot of people are having a lot of anxiety about their, their elderly parents, so many people. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we, we've all heard that like, it's the older generation that is um, it's, it's easier for them to get sick. Right. There's a, there's a higher mortality rate. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of people just like so mad at their parents for going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Right. So mad. Yeah. Um, but so giving equal airtime to all the possibilities, right. Cause it's like, what if my parents get sick? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. They could get sick. Also, what if they don't get sick? Yeah. What if they get sick, but they're, they, they make it through. Mm -hmm. Right. What if they go to the grocery store and everything's fine? Right. Like what, what are all of the other possibilities that could happen? Because the truth is that it's all made up anyway. It's all in our minds. Right. The future is all made up. Totally just a story that we're creating with our imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like to think that we're very good at telling the future. <laughs> it turns out I'm not, I'm not very good at telling the future. Right. But so we pick this one, what if we pick the worst case scenario and then we always go to that same one. And the truth is that any, there are so many possibilities. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm watching Kisa's. Kisa's getting kicked out of rooms. Okay. Kisa's dodging younger, young children. <laughs> and this is one that I know that Kisa's not the only one experiencing this right now. Like I'm lucky. I don't have any children, but the children are all home. <laughs> they are home and they don't go anywhere. They have to stay. <laughs> Kisa's been dodging, dodging her child for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So giving those what ifs, right. Giving all of the possibilities airtime. Yeah. And I, I just, I think that's so important because sometimes we don't realize or even think that the what ifs are positive, right? You know, our what ifs always go to like this negative place mm -hmm. and just Des saying destitute that, and pushing around a shopping cart always for me. Right. <laughs> right. Always. I don't know why. It's where my mind goes. 
hungry hungry and poor and homeless no but yeah so i mean it's just nice to know that there's what ifs that are positive Mm -hmm. that oh what if everything's fine yeah I didn't know that was a possibility. And it's totally a possibility. And one of the ways, because I know people are like, whatever, that's like Pollyanna thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the places I like to go mentally is like, let's go to the future where we're all fine, right? I don't know when that is. Maybe it's three months from now. Maybe it's a year from now. I don't know when exactly things are going to start rebuilding and us getting back to quote unquote normal life, whatever that looks like. Yeah. But it will happen at some point. Mm-hmm. It will it definitely will, yeah. happen. Yeah, that's what uh, my husband and I were just talking about yesterday. Because we're like, like you know, like what it, what are your thoughts about everything that's happening? Because just it's really happened so fast that we haven't had a chance to kind of like sit down and talk about it with each other. And we were just you know kind of talking about how like this, even though it's so life changing at the moment, it's just a moment in time. Right. And both of us think that, you know, like looking into the future five years, everything will be fine and normal and back to normal. And yeah. And that more positive things will come out of this, we think. Yep. And and there will be a time when we look back and Mm -hmm. we have a story about this, right? That it will be in our past, that we're no longer experiencing it in real time. Right. And I think for me, that's really a help it's a very helpful mental space to go to mm-hmm. because I can't make decisions about like a week from now, even. Right. But it's like, okay, but like what decision right now gets me to that place where everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next idea we were talking about and this one, um, Kisa, Kisa said that she does is asking yourself if, if it's true. So what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, this goes back to kind of like that anxiety or worrying about the worst case scenario. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll have things that play in my head that, you know, just bring on anxiety and I'll just ask myself, like when I see myself kind of spinning in anxiety, I'm like, well, is this true? Is this true right now as I'm mm-hmm. sitting here or standing here, wherever I am in my life? Like right now it'd be like, is it true? as I'm sitting here recording this podcast, like, no, it's not. Right. And it kind of just brings me like that, bringing you back to the present and what's going on for you right now. Right. Kind of like noticing that it's a story in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And it it is a story. It's like my brain is making up these stories of what could happen. Um, And then, yeah, I just bring it back. Like, okay, is this true? No, it's not true. Okay. So, and it kind of like makes me aware of the fact that I am creating a story in my head. Right. So. Which is so important because it feels mm-hmm. like, I don't know, something about this situation seems to, to push my brain to be like, no, but I, this time I know. <laughs> yeah. Right. But is it true? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know the future. Me neither. Yep. Um, so the next one, you know, it's kind of a bummer guys. I want to preface it with this, but just recognizing that we have literally never had control, right? Like it feels like we've lost control somehow. And we just, like, I have never had actual control over anything. Right. Like I, like things happen. I react to them. I stay present. I do the best I can, but I've never been able to control other people ever. Mm -hmm. I've never had control over like the flu over my, my own health, right? Like I can do what I can to like be a healthy person, but I've never had control over any of it. Yeah. The future, my income, any of it. Yeah. And so it's interesting, right? Like it feels like something has happened that has taken away our power, but we still have the same amount of power and control that we've always had. Right. Which is, making decisions in the moment, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like having behavior that makes us the healthiest we possibly can be. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's where, that's where it ends. That's where it's always ended. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all you got guys. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? And it's like, it's kind of a, a dichotomy, right? Like, I think we have so much power and control in what we're able to do and create. Yes. And at the same time, like so many times I, I create something and then I just release it, right? I have no control over what happens after that. Mm -hmm. So it, it's helpful for me to think about like, okay, right? Like I'm just going to do exactly what I've always done, which is pay attention to the present, do the things that I think are important right now, release control, mm -hmm. just release it. I like that idea, Mary. Um, this, this next one is also a little bit of a bummer, but kind of helpful. Um, other people are always going to do what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. This is a really, this is a really hard one. This is where I've seen a lot of anger coming up. Um, like we were talking about elderly parents going to the grocery store, leaving yes. the house, um, people not washing their hands as much as I think they should, or somebody else thinks they should. Um, so I saw a lot of anger from those folks who think other people should be more sanitizing. Is that the right word? <laughs> should sanitize everything more? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hygiene. I don't know. Hygiene. Would that be it? Right. Right. Like, like other people should like be more cautious. And then I had so much anger from the people who are having a hard time, like not recognizing that it's serious, but like, this is taking away my job. Yeah. Yeah, right? it is. There's like just a lot of anger at other people handling mm -hmm. this in a way that we don't like, right? Like somebody mm -hmm. decided to shut down restaurants. <laughs> yep. You know, other people are going to make decisions that they think are the best for themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and it, I think if we can just love them through it, although that sounds <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a whole podcast, honestly. <laughs> How to love my parents, even though they won't stay home. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a whole book. Um, yeah. Right. Like maybe just in, in this particular moment, consider the possibility because that one's hard. Yes. Um, and then, you know, there's, I think, recognizing the fact that there is a lot of opportunities in this situation. Yes. So many opportunities. And I want to preface that with, it's not the same as being grateful that other people are sick or dying. Mm -mm. And so it's really confusing, right? It's like, how, how can I be grateful for what's going on right now when also people are sick and dying? And it's like, we can separate right. those two things out. Mm -hmm. I can be grateful that I have more time with my husband without being grateful that the reason for it is the coronavirus. Right. Yeah. And you can also still have compassion for people who are sick. Right. And so kind of having a practice of separating those out, like, yes, there are things happening, right? Like some people are having to find more toilet paper, mm -hmm. right? And at the same time, can we be grateful for the things that we do have? Right. And so trying to have both, I think, hold, hold both in the same space. Mm -hmm. Um, right. And some of the opportunities, so much time and space to do some of the things that we haven't been able to do. Yeah, definitely. There's just a yeah. lot of possibility. I've been joking with my folks, um, on teletherapy, right? It's like, we're all going to come out of this knowing a new language. People are going to have created all kinds of like artworks. <laughs> yeah. I just think of like the opportunity it gives people to be creative and think outside mm -hmm. the box. Like if, you know, you're trying to find work. Okay. Well, what can I do? That's not, you know, that's mm -hmm. different from what I was doing. Um, you know, how can I sell my services or, you know, can I do it online or mm -hmm. how can I make this work? And so I think yep. there is just this opportunity for people to stretch themselves. And anytime we do that, we're going to become a better person. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And anytime I think we challenge ourselves. Totally. It's like, is there something I can do right now that's different from what I was doing? Or here's the other opportunity, right? Like some people mm -hmm. are not going to have work for a while. They're not going to have income. Yeah. But what can happen is the planning for when things come back up, right? Like how can mm -hmm. my business be even better? Yes. Like how can I be prepared? How can I offer even more than I used to offer, right? How can this improve 
what I was doing before, because then we can come out of this at a full run instead yes. of having to restart. I love that, Mary. That's awesome. Um, because, you know, cause I like restaurants, right. They're not, it, it is what it is, right. Chefs mm-hmm. kind of is what it is. And how can you use this time? Yeah. Um, and some people might learn new languages. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping people just have so many new skills when we're, when we're out of right. This. <laughs> um, so, you know, kind of asking that question we were talking about being grateful before, like, what can we be thankful for? Mm-hmm. I have definitely been given a clear picture of because of things taken away, <laughs> what is really important. Yes. Definitely. I didn't know how important being in an office space with other people was. Right. Like I had this dream of being an introvert, teletherapy all day, every day person. (laughs) And I'm like, I haven't seen another person except my husband who I love dearly, but come on, y'all know. Right. Like I need other people. I don't even need to talk to them. I just want to like wave at them across the hallway and like have a smile. Yes. Yeah. Just that other, and it's just kind of like that energy you get from Mm -hmm. other people too. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Right. So I think there's a lot of things that it's like, oh, I'm just recognizing there's things that I miss now that I didn't realize that Mm -hmm. that was so important to me. Oh, definitely. And And just kind of like, I feel like our world or my world has gotten so much smaller in the sense that we're it's just our house and Mm -hmm. (laughs) the grocery store (laughs) so you do like we've we've had so much family time together it's great you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean it really is great because I mean when you go through your day like we're both work outside the house like we're gone for nine hours out of the day Yep. We come home, it's like make dinner and bedtime routines, and then we go to bed. So it's like, oh, we actually have time to like sit and have a conversation yeah. and like watch TV together. So, yeah. Nice. And I think, you know, I don't think we should ever compare suffering, but for myself, remembering that I like, I have a food over my head or a food, I have a roof over <laughs> my head, yeah. I have food in my fridge. Yep. Um, I'm not sharing my house with 15 other people. Right. Yeah. You know, running so, water, mm-hmm, running water, all of those things, because a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I get really bored and like whiny about my situation. It's like, yeah. And I've got it really, got it really good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So kind of just be th- being thankful for those going back and forth. It's okay to be a little whiny sometimes, but like really remembering oh, definitely. that, <laughs> you know, I have it really good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, our next idea is humor. I don't, <laughs> if anybody's on my, uh, friends with me on Facebook, if any of you, uh, follow me at all, I have been like a meme sharer, just like 16 a day. Yeah. They are so funny. And I, you know, part of me is like, Oh, somebody might be offended, but I'm like, this is how I handle it. Yeah. You know, yeah, we have a coworker who sends out memes to our group chat like multiple times a day and they're just hilarious. Just like <laughs> part of me is like, you have too much time on your hands. And then part <laughs> of me is like, thank you. <laughs> totally. Somebody is collecting the memes. Yes. Like, jokes. Um, and not just jokes about like what's going on, you know, but just like using humor because there's so much heaviness in the world yeah. right now that really lifting us up through through joking and humor and sarcasm and and having a good laugh about these things, I think is really important right now. You know, even if yes. it's, I've been, we've been watching comedians. <clears throat> There's so many comedian specials going on right now. So kind of getting our dose of, of laughs that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just laughing. Yeah. Oh, we watched, we found this YouTube show, Crosswalk the Musical, and it is hilarious. And I probably watched all of them. I don't know how many there are, but it's just like this little 10 minute, 12 minute clip. And they basically perform a musical in a crosswalk, like a live crosswalk. (laughs) 
So if you need a good laugh, just YouTube, Google, or search on YouTube, Crosswalk the Musical. Oh my gosh. You'll get a good laugh in. Crosswalk the Musical. Comedians. Yes. And we would love it. I would love just like, get onto my page, share all the things, all the yeah. things that make you laugh. Cause that's one of my favorite ways to handle these things. Mm-hmm. Um, good. This next idea is just... I don't know. It doesn't sound, I don't know. I'll just say it, right? Make decisions, mm-hmm. right? I, I've noticed that a lot of people are living in indecision. What should I do? What shouldn't I do? What's the right CDC regulation to follow, right? What are the new guidelines? Mm-hmm. Should I go out with my family and get groceries? Should I not go out with my family? Should I, right? Like all of these questions. And we're spending a lot of time in our heads trying to make decisions, right? We're trying to make the right decision. And Mm -hmm. the truth is that we just, we have as much information as we do, right? We can't know the quote unquote right thing to do. Mm -hmm. All you can do is decide, right? It's like, get get your information, make a decision. You get more information, right? Just go with it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the best decision for you and your family. And Mm -hmm. I think just the ability to have our own backs and, and know that, we're doing the best that we can for our families, right? Like not second guessing ourselves all the time and not regretting decisions made. Just it was the best decision I could make with the information that I had. Yeah. And then the last one is, you know, somebody brought this up on Facebook. It's just that some of us are just in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? Definitely. I see a lot of, you know, like you, this is an opportunity, build your business, like all of these right. things. <laughs> and I get like totally, totally on board yeah. with that. And some of us are just in survival mode. Mm-hmm. You, like maybe all of your time is being taken up by just keeping your kids alive. Yes. Do you have like, I mean, I just have one child at home. I couldn't imagine multiple children at home. <laughs> so. Right. And so many people, they're being told they're supposed to work from home. Yeah. They're supposed to homeschool their kids. Homeschool, yeah. They're supposed to like do everything right now. And it's like, man, if you can't homeschool your kid right now because you're mm-hmm. just living, it's fine. Yes. Don't, yes. Don't homeschool your kid. Yeah. It's okay to just give them a tablet. Mm-hmm. You have permission to take a deep breath you know, maybe give them some food once a day. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the recommendations are for, for daily feeding of children. Right. But whatever it is that keeps children alive. Yeah. Do those things. Take care of yourself. If you have to work, you have to work. Right. Cause financials Mm -hmm. are important and don't feel like you have to learn a new language or, you know, learn how to crochet, just do what you got to do. Totally. Yes. Totally fine. Give yourself permission to do so. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because I think it can be overwhelming. You know, I think there's, it's important to know that there's, there can be opportunity in this, but also it can feel very shaming when it's like, what? I'm supposed to learn a language? I can't even like, (laughs) I can't even, can't even control my kids. Totally. Right. And they're like, we are not not used to having four kids at home all day. And some of them are teenagers and some of them are babies. Some Mm -hmm. of them are like, not babies or teenagers. They're all a lot. <laughs> yes. No matter what age. <laughs> Let's get real. So You've got your, at every age has its own thing. Absolutely. Right. They all come with challenges. And if you don't have kids and you're just surviving, totally fine. Yeah. It's totally fine too. And I think you mentioned this at the beginning, Mary, but like really there's no right or wrong way to go through this process or to go through this, you know, circumstance. You know, it's like whatever works for you works for you. And if you're in survival mode, you're in survival mode. If you're homeschooling your children because you need a schedule and that helps you, then you're doing that. You know, totally. And if you're a total badass at quarantining, bravo. (laughs) Bravo, bravo. (laughs) You know, like do it how you do it. Uh It's all good. It's all fine. Yep. All right. So we're going to, we're going to distill this down into like our five, we thought most important tips. Yeah. Um, just to kind of summarize. Mm-hmm. So number one, I think so important to journal, right? Write down your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just really important to know what's what's rattling around in there because I think it it may surprise you, right? And it doesn't yeah. have to be like a book, you know, like one to five minutes of like what's going on in my brain today. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It doesn't have to be a long, a long period of time either. Totally. Um, number two is turn to your support system. Mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to feel like I have it good. So, and I've heard this a lot from some of my clients who like nothing on the outside seems like it's terrible, right? So I've got it really good. So what do I have to complain about? Right. But you have the right to vent to somebody to ask for support if you are, right? We were talking about survival mode. If like, you're just having a really hard time keeping your children alive or, you know, showing up to work because, Sometimes it's hard to just roll out of bed and get, you know, on the video. Yeah. You know, but turn to your support system. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, Number three is definitely limit your news input. Try not to scroll and scroll and scroll or watch the news. It might be a good idea to like turn off your notifications for Google um, or whatever it is that your news program is. Mm -hmm. I found that you know, they have, what's it called? It's like algorithms that they write where like the more I click on the notifications I get, the more notifications I get. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Right. It's like, oh, she likes this kind of news story. This is what they do, right? (laughs) There are people, this is their whole life. Their whole job is to figure out how to get you more it like more interactive with what they're offering you right Right. advertisements and so I had to just turn it off so that when I want to I go in and I look for the news Mm -hmm. yeah I noticed it started it was like five times a day six times a day oh is this news story interesting to you like google stop it stop it I don't want to see so much news, but I found myself more and more checking the news because it was popping yeah. up on my screen. Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh, I need to read this. Totally. I was like, yes, I need to know. I need to know how many new cases in Italy. <laughs> and right. yes, important information, but do I need to read it right now? Or can I kind of get all of my news in one little spot, get an idea yeah. of what's going on in the world, take care of myself? Yeah. Um, tip number four. This is one of the best times to talk to a therapist or a coach. It definitely, it's so helpful to speak with someone else who is honestly, who is not a loved family member or like good friend, Yeah, right? like somebody objective who's not going to bring drama to your story. Like yeah. I love my friends because they'll be like, hell yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like they've got my back, which is amazing. Uh, unless yeah just like a neutral perspective right like sometimes I need a little less drama I need just a little more calmness peace clarity objectivity and I love like my friends and family have a place in my life and I super appreciate that that's their role a lot of the times and sometimes Mm -hmm. I need like an objective perspective Mm -hmm. um yeah and number five is just working on Every once in a while, just try to look at this with a different perspective. Definitely. You know, and a lot of our ideas before speak to that, right? Like looking Mm -hmm. at all of the possibilities, right? Like don't just spend all of your time on the negative what if, right? Like give everything equal opportunity or looking for the opportunity or looking for the things that you're grateful for, right? Like when you find yourself going into this negative thought spiral, Mm -hmm. you know, where you just find yourself getting deeper and deeper into the negative feelings. Try to stop yourself, notice the story and see if you can't offer yourself another perspective. Mm -hmm. I like that. (sighs) All right, folks. That's all we've got for you today. That's it. Seems like a lot. I think yeah, there's there's room for lot. more if anybody <laughs> wants to hear more, but you know, this is a big, it's kind of a big thing. Yeah, it is a big thing. And it, I think it, affects yeah. every, it is affecting everyone in mm-hmm. different ways. You know, each person is affected in a different way. So, yeah. And so, you know, if anybody has any ideas for things they want us to talk about, we are here. Yep. Send them but our way. For now. 
thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in and tune into our next episode. I don't know what our next episode is going to be because right now we are just pivoting with the times. Yeah. So I'm sure we, we, we will have our regular scheduled episode. Yeah. We had our, um, is, uh, we're going to talk about is wellness culture, just a disguise for diet culture. Yes. So that will be coming up. We don't know when we might stick in another, you know, kind of like, um, how to kind of handle the situation we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will be coming up soon. That so. will for sure be coming up because I think it is still super important to talk about health and wellness from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, and yeah, I love it. Like sometimes it's nice to just have things go on as normal because everything has changed. And so to have some normalcy in our life, absolutely is nice. Yeah. So just talking about normal everyday things. Yep. Cause they don't go away. They come with us. Yeah, they come with us. Um, and so if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. And then, of course, you can always contact me at my website at maryelisepreston.com or Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. And that's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. Yes. And if you enjoy the show, please, please, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. All you need to do do is go to iTunes and search for our podcast page. And then there will be a tab for ratings and reviews and you can click and write a review. That's it. Super helpful. You guys, we will see you very, very soon. Bye.